As news of the miracle spreads, Benedict flees the crowds. He finds refuge in a remote and secluded cave. With animal skins to keep warm and bread lowered from the monastery above, Benedict survives in the wilderness, seeking God alone. But as his reputation spreads, he is called to a mission greater than he ever imagined. The Saints, Adventures of Faith and Courage. Saint Benedict, Episode 3, Wild Man. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. This series is sponsored by Nicolay National Bank. Information at thesaintspodcast.com slash Nicolay. Lord, you hold me in your right hand. You guide me with your counsel. My flesh and my heart may fail, but you are the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Benedict, my young friend, am I disturbing you? Not at all, Romanos. I'm glad to see you again. I came to deliver this fresh loaf of bread just out of our kitchen oven. Mmm, smells good. Thank you. I hope you like it. We are blessed with an excellent cellar master. <laughs> Look at you. I see you've made good use of the animal skins I gave you to keep warm. You've made them into a tunic of sorts. And they are definitely warmer than my cloth tunic. Uh, you remind me of Moses right now. Your face is glowing. The Lord must be speaking to you. Yes, the two of us are having some very good conversations. He has been teaching me every day. Uh, you must teach me what he is teaching you. I would be happy to. I hope all is well at your monastery. Uh, we do have our struggles. What do you mean? I'm afraid many of my fellow monks have fallen away from their first fervor. In fact, many no longer come to ours for prayer or even mass. Monks not praying or going to mass? Friends in other monasteries tell me the same conditions exist where they are. A reflection of what's happened to our fallen society. I'm sorry to hear this. Right now, it seems like we're sheep without a shepherd. That seems to be what our world is slipping into. Basically, we're on our own, with no guidance. If only our abbot would write some kind of rules. However, given his lax attitude, that's unlikely. Look, up there. Oh dear. Where? There! What are you what? talking about? Is that an animal? It appears that oh, you've been discovered. I see what you mean. My two I shepherds, from the sound of it. Let's find it out. It would appear so. Hello, friends. What brings you to this remote place? Good day to you, sir. We are seeking a lost sheep. Have you seen any in this place? I'm afraid not. Oh, it was his clothing, Baldius. I told you. Uh, we apologize. From a distance, we thought you were a wild animal. Why is that? Those animal skins you're wearing. Oh, well, they are quite comfortable. Are you both hermits? I come from the monastery way above us, up there. I have no monastery. I'm just here seeking God's will. What does that mean? The path God has in mind for me. You talk to God? Yes. Don't you? Uh, I'm not sure who God is. Dear friends, God is a good father who loves us and makes straight the path before our feet. I have never heard God talked about in that way. <laughs> Benedict, it looks like our Lord is already showing you his plan. How do you mean? He is bringing men to you for teaching. We would like to hear more. Can we come back? Well, yes. You know where I am now. Oh, thank you. 
But now, however, we have to continue looking for our lost sheep. A lost sheep? <laughs> Prophetic words, Benedict. I have a strong sense that you are about to gather many of these sheep. You have sheep too? No, not exactly. But I hope you find yours. Every sheep needs a shepherd. Isn't that right, Romanos? Indeed. Every sheep needs a shepherd. Pater Noster, quies in celis, santa faceter nomen tuum, adveniet regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Excuse us. Excuse us for interrupting your prayer. Are you Benedict of Nursia? Yes, I am. And who are the two of you? My name is Saturnus, and this is Magnus. We're monks from a monastery not far from here, Vicovara. How did you find me here? How do you know my name? We have heard you are preaching the word of God here. Which is why we have come. Our abbot has died. I'm very sorry to hear that. We'd like you to be our new abbot. What? Uh, But why would you want me to lead your monastery? You don't even know me, and I'm not a monk myself. Oh, that doesn't matter. We can't decide among ourselves who should be our new abbot. So when we... So when we heard about you, we thought, uh, why not him? A god seems to be blessing you. But I don't know your ways and you don't know mine. You might regret it if I accept your invitation. Well, who's to say? But right now we need someone to guide us. And from all that we've heard, we think you're the person. So will you come with us? We need you. I really don't think... How do you know God isn't calling you to be our new abbot? I don't. At least not yet. Then why don't you come with us? Uh, Say for a trial period and find out. Yes, I suppose I could. Why has he called us together? He always thinks he has something to tell us. Thank you, brothers, for gathering. Since Saturnus and Magnus asked me here, I have had the pleasure of coming to know each of you better. God calls all men to holiness. And for us, that means calling us to live holy lives together. During these first few weeks as your abbot, I've noticed that some of you retire for the evening at 8 o'clock, some of you at 10 o'clock, and some even later. Has no one set a common schedule for the monastery? Not as long as I've been here. And how long is that? Ten years. Ten years with no set schedule for retiring at night? We discern this each according to his own conscience. I see. But if you stay up late, it's hard to meet for morning prayers. Morning prayer is optional. Optional? Yes, the same is true for later in the day. You simply attend if you'd like to? Abbot Aurelius never drew attention to eat. I see. And mass is optional as well. He preferred if we attended, but we didn't have to if we were busy with something else. Abbot Aurelius was very understanding. He accompanied us through many wonderful years. We do abide by the rule of poverty, however. Yes, and that is good. The monastery here is simple and plain. There are few distractions from prayer. It could use a few more comforts. Comforts? A real bed, perhaps, instead of a straw mat on a hard floor. And that would help you serve God? It would help. I think what is needed are some common rules for all of us to live by. 
Rules? Just a few simple ones. Such as? You clearly have taken a vow of poverty here, at least in your surroundings, and that is good. But what about chastity? Is there a problem? There is. Women have been visiting the monastery cells. Who told you that? No one. I saw two of them leaving. So I think that if we can maintain poverty and chastity, we will lay a foundation for our journey in holiness. It would be a start. A start toward what? Obedience, for one thing. Obedience to God. And following a set daily schedule, which can end the chaos of everyone doing what they want, when they want. See, I told you this would happen. Yes, I know I'm... Obedience is the way by which we go to God. Uh, Usually we make our own schedules. But why then did you ask me to be your abbot? We need regular times for our prayers and for retiring at night. We are weak, brothers. Do not forget that. For us to focus on seeking the Lord, a sense of stability is important. Stability and order. So beginning tonight, let us retire at 7 p.m. Then we will all be able to rise for our first common prayer together at 1 a.m. 1 a.m.? Yes, I expect to see all of you in our chapel at 1 a.m. Psst, Saturnus, over here. What? Do you want to lead this or should I? I will. It looks like everyone's here. Good. We've called this private meeting to discuss our new abbot, Abbot Benedict, and to apologize. Magnus and I had no idea he would be so severe when we invited him to come here. No, we just thought, well, he's young, and how could we have known how he would behave towards us? He's a tyrant. I told you we should have picked one of us. So you're right, Cassius. Congratulations. But now we're faced with a very difficult situation. This tyrant has lived alone in a cave for quite some time with only himself to rule. It's obviously warped his mind. But what is to be done? We need to get rid of him. Get rid of him? Or would you prefer to have him set your bedtime for the next ten years? And crush you with iron rules of chastity and poverty. But how could we do this? There are many possibilities. Such as? Perhaps we simply tell him he's got to leave. And if he won't? Then we continue to persuade him until he agrees that Leaving would be best. He'll see the light of day eventually. No, he's steadfast. He won't relent until he's controlling every part of our lives. He'll never leave. We have to rid us of this tyrant for good. So, what's the best and most permanent solution? Well, spit it out. We put something in his food. What do you mean? Or maybe in his wine? Are you suggesting? Yes. We need to poison this tyrant, Benedict. Hi, this is Peter Atkinson from The Merry Beggars. Tune in to episode 4, The Poison Cup, to hear the next installment of St. Benedict. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. The Merry Beggars is the entertainment division of Relevant Radio.